Right, Kicker, are you ready to start recording this podcast then? It's 9pm, I've got the laptop set up to record, I've got my CDs over here, I'm raring to go. Well, I'm ready as well, but Chirito, please, get out of bed and get your socks on. I say. 
My name is Trixo Garbanzo. This is the third of our lockdown specials. I'm joined tonight by my fellow wizard, Mr. Kicker of Elves. Good evening. Uh, you've just heard from their 2007, I think it's 2007 album, Little Death. You've heard Pete and the Pirates with Knots, followed by a song that we were kind of a new discovery in a way. Well, an old discovery. Old discovery, it's... yeah. Yeah, yeah we, for for the the listener who listens to more than one show, and hello to you. Yeah. Um, we talked last time about uh, you. Was it was it going into a record shop hearing a reggae song? No. You, uh, oh, in, oh, in oh. the electric ballroom in Camden, I heard the DJ used to play this this reggae song called "Open the Gate." Yeah. So I bought the CD uh, "The Heart of the Congos" by uh, the Congos, That's which nice. had a song on it called "Open Up the Gate," which yeah, then turned out to be not that song. So anyway, we, I did a little bit of investigation and uh, looked through my uh, record library, and I reckoned I'd found it. So this that was Wattie Burnett that you heard there, Open the Gate. Um, so is that the song? Do you know what? It's, I, I don't know. Mm. I, I don't know. Wasn't there someone else online who also uh, mentioned yeah, the song? Yeah, well, our, our new pal, Jeff Tyson, uh, he, he, he put up some comments to say, oh, it's probably this song, but... To be fair, I'd already found it, so fuck him. I'm t- taking the credit for this. And if there is no credit, well, it was probably him. So the the first song that I'm going to play this evening is from the new album by Schizo Fun Addict. The album's called The Last Wave. 
and uh, this is our friends Jet and uh, Nancy Jane, who we've played before, actually. Yeah. The uh, the album is is uh, out on Flick Knife Records, and it's uh, it's something I've been listening to. I've been doing a bit of exercise, Teresa. I've been on an exercise bike. Oh yeah, because uh, that's what I do now. Um, and this is a fantastic soundtrack to that, and I'm going to play us the song in this station. So fun addict there. It was. Oh, it was fantastic that. Really enjoyed that. Uh, the, but the uh, I love the 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 female backing vocals or the female vocals on it. Bit of a sort of woozy psychedelic feel to it, isn't there? Yeah. Very good. Yeah. And it, so, it, I, I said, think it, I said when we played him before. I think he said his voice reminds me a bit of Peter Parrott from the Only Ones, which is no bad thing. Yeah. yeah. Cool. 
on to the next Excellent. one then. Uh, Go on, then. I'm going to play a song from this CD here, and I'm holding it up to you. Again, we should explain to the listener that we are on. Uh, we are not in the same room. But we're yeah. all in the same building. We are self-isolating. Can you I see can't it? Read that. No, it's well, it's because it's just a cardboard sleeve with with the title with the artist title written in very tiny letters. <laughs> Looks like it's printed with one of them you know, stamped hand stamp that the library they use at the library. Ah, uh, yeah, you know, a potato. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I, I was I I was listening to this recently, and and then it occurred to me I I've got no idea because I tried to Google this guy because this. I bought what this. does he say? Oh, it's, it's, it's Frobisher. The artist's name is Frobisher. I think I got this around about ten years ago. Um, and I can't remember where I heard this guy, or um, or or why I bought it. But I remember <laughs> I remember buying it in the MySpace days. And it's it getting was something a bit of a theme here, isn't there? Yeah. Have you noticed this thing of you not being sure what to buy or, oh, how, yeah, or where, yeah. why you're buying stuff? Well, no, no. I've most of my, most of the, most of my CDs or, or or records or things, I can tell you exactly where I bought them and why. And you know, uh, but not this one. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's from a six-track EP. Uh, which is called Move to Titan, and the first song on it is called Move to Titan. Uh, there's all, all six songs are, are great. There's a particularly good one called I Tried to Murder God, and another mm. one called Mr. Man. Uh, but I was listening to it for the first time in a while, uh, a few days ago, and uh, the, it, it's all great. Uh, but the last song, the lyrics of the last song, One Day at a Time, seem to be particular, particularly relevant to these times. Once I seized a moment, once I fell in love, once I ran away, once I moved a mountain, once I broke a heart, once I had my say.
Once I didn't make it Once I went too far Once I knew the score Once I was the bad guy Once I needed love Once I took no more And now it's all over Everything is gone And everyone I am Once I found an answer Once I drank your health Once I finished first Once I went a long way Once I had a child Once I owned the earth Takes it one.
Wow, that was that was great. I really enjoyed that. Um, and while it was playing, I was I was trying to find where I can get it, and uh, I looked on Discogs, and it doesn't exist. So, yeah. where, any any suggest, where where would you get it from? Do you think? Uh, it's, I think it's on Spotify, but right. um, where you can actually buy it from, I, I don't know. Like I say, that maybe I, the, maybe I, there isn't a physical copy. No? Uh, uh, well, there was, there was mm. well, in two thousand and eleven. Uh, yeah. But um, yeah. I don't know, and I can't find anything else about this guy, this person. No, because uh, I was looking. Because I was, I was thought when I was when I was listening to it, I thought it's really good, and I, I went, yeah. I went online to try and buy some more albums by this guy, yeah. and and, and yeah. there was nothing. No, because yeah. uh, the only Frobisher I've got in in any of my stuff is Frobisher Neck, and it he doesn't sound like that. Right. It's yeah. good. I really enjoyed that. I thought it was excellent. Is the rest of the album in that sort of? Yeah, vein? yeah, yeah. Very much. Yeah, mm. very much. Uh, Right, I think it's time for the, uh, me to choose a lucky dip, isn't it? Ooh, from your it, record it, our, our regular regular spot on the on yeah. our lockdown podcast. Yeah. Uh, By the way, can I just say before you before you choose, yeah. I, I am I'm having listened to that song. Yeah. Uh, I'm feeling a little bit mellower now than, than maybe I was a little bit earlier in the show. Yeah. And I'd just like to apologise to Jeff Tyson for, <laughs> for telling him to fuck off. Um, and too late. Uh, he, he stopped listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. Fair enough. Fair Sorry enough. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, so, so remind me how many record shelves you've got. Okay. So uh, right, there are twenty-two. Twenty-two. Okay. And you've chosen ten and nineteen before now. Right. So well, I'm going to choose twelve because uh, I, I've, I'm sticking with my theme of choosing numbers that are related to some of my favourite QPR players over the years. So yeah. uh, the late great Alan McDonald, uh, it was born on the twelfth of October. So I'm going to go for okay. twelve. All right, just I'm going to have to take my and headphones then, off. Well, well, because... well, before you get up and walk over there, uh, yeah. I, 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 QPR's most capped player of all time is Alan McDonald, uh, okay. and he was capped for Northern Ireland fifty-two times. So... Does anyone care about this, by the way? Well, I've, we had we had some feedback, didn't we? About that Leeds players, though. Yeah. I mean, everyone cares about Leeds players. Uh, yeah, you mean yeah. You're looking forward to life in the championship next season. Do you know what? Um, if we keep Bielsa, I'll be very happy with that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, right. Uh, so he, he was uh, twelve. Mm. Shelf number twelve. Record number okay. fifty-two. Is there, is there a fifty-two on there, or is it? Mm. You, you want me to count up to fifty-two? Right, yeah. This is this will make for good radio. I can tell the listener whilst you're doing that. That whilst we have been on air, listener, we have received some exciting uh, feedback on not the last podcast, but the podcast before that uh, from uh, listeners, from from uh, transcontinental listeners, in fact. So I'll tell you all about that later. Shouldn't have chosen such a high number, really, should I? Uh, <laughs> kick us having a job finding. Yeah, I've got it. All right, so right. I'm keeping it out of your sides. Okay, so so, I... so give is it a record? It's a record, right? It's a record, yeah. Two sides. Uh, how many songs are there on there are, side two? There are six. There are 12 in total, six on each side. Right, I'll go for... Uh, can I go for song number three on side B? Okay. Uh, well, you, remarkable. Remarkable how prescient this song is. It's uh, it's Blob Zombie yep. by Diet Sig. I can't see that. So you, you're holding up to show me, are you? Yeah. What does it say? That's just the album. The album is, is uh, Swear Something. I'm Good at This by Diet Sig, and this is the song Blob Zombie. 
that was really good. And I like the bit about uh, don't want to get out of bed. A bit of a hark back to our opening song tonight, wasn't it? Yeah, there's a theme here. It's uh, it's all about not getting up, and uh, I'm very much in favour of that. Oh, I'm still lying in bed, naked. Yeah, it's a yeah. shame, because uh, it, it is quite off-putting, It to is be fair. nearly ten o'clock at night, or half nine at night, but, uh, you know, <laughs> I can do what I like. Yeah, absolutely right. Yeah. Well, just uh, to reiterate, then, that's that's an album um, by Diet Sigurd, excuse me, on uh, French Kiss Records. It came out in 2017, and... Uh-huh. It's got a lovely mosaic on the front, like a, like a patchwork quilt, which I think is also related to it, it, the being in bed bit. It did look nice when you held it up before, the, the cover. Mm. Yeah. There seem to be a lot of pills on the back. Maybe they're not pills. Maybe that's maybe that's, it's petals rather than pills. But yeah, great album, that. Yeah, cool. Good choice. Well done. Okay. Oh, well, yeah. Thank you. Uh, well, next, I'm going to play you a song from this CD here. This is uh, uh, by the band Savage Cut. And the album's called A Ricochet Off The Moon. It's a bit of a peculiar album. Uh, it's on NHC Music. Uh, but the reason why it's peculiar is because there's 10 tracks. And apart from one track, which was an instrumental cover of a Fugazi song, uh, the, the rest are... Um, the, the music's written all by Savage Cut, but each one has got like a spoken word poem by a different person on every yeah. track. Okay. So uh, there's there's uh, you know nine different people doing nine different sort of spoken and they're all very different. Uh, yeah. But I thought I'd play you the opening track of the album, uh, which is um, features somebody called Layla Josephine, and uh, the song's called Andy from Finance. after work with a couple of mates no let's call them colleagues Andy from finance is making all the jokes again son out of his arse he's everyone's best friend Andy's a twat briefcase and duck blue moped when he talks to me I wish I was dead Richard Branson is an inspiration not just to all of us but to a younger generation right Andy I'm getting the boat if I roll my eyes back anymore my contacts will fall out I wasn't going to drink this week, but his chat makes me greet. I'll have a pint of wine, quick, please. Andy somehow corners me on a straight bar. I pretend not to notice him in my peripheral vision, but he squeezes my shoulder, leans in for the kill, hands the barmaid a £10 bill. I can smell his cheap aftershave from Marks and Spencers, and he whispers, Cheer up, darling, it might never happen. It bloody well just did. Calm down, only joking. Someone's awful tetchy this week. I'm ready to square go before he's even opened his beak. I'll slice that smell right off your face. Don't think I won't. I'll watch you choke. I am ruthless. You'll be taking your Uber home toothless. I don't actually say this. He's still pouring over me at the bar, spluttering in my ear. Maybe I didn't make it clear. I go outside and he follows. I stamp my feet on pavement and to my amazement, he's still talking. I pull out the camel blues, but Andy never has to choose. He only wants a twos. Are you serious? You're on the highest pace lift in here. You can't afford this now, but you're clearly on the gear. We go back inside and he starts again. Did you know that Richard Branson started his virgin empire with nothing but an idea and a fiver? Andy's the type of guy who takes pleasure in writing bad reviews on TripAdvisor. But everyone else is laughing it up. 
article is actually a shareholder of the local Virgin Country Club. Stop talking about Richard Branson! Everyone is leaving, but Andy just got me around it. I suppose I'll stay, drink these, and then try to leave. Andy is gurning, looking pleased. It's just me and him now. And I'm not said a word in an hour. Somehow Andy has got all the power. And I'm trapped talking to this ostrich in a suit. I would love to see his face connected to my boots. We've both got work in the morning. And as soon as this room stops spinning, I will stand up soon. I'll go to the Blue Lagoon and get a taxi home. But actually, in fact, you know what? These tunes are actually all right. This could be an okay night. I'm feeling kind of good now. Andy's not so bad. He just bought me two tequila shots. Maybe one was meant for him, but I took them both and he just grinned. You know what? Andy looks all right in the dark. He's letting me bitch about Mark for my tea and he's saying nice things to me. And he just bought me chips and cheese and there's nothing more romantic than watching with a mouth of salt and vinegar. He's such a good kisser on Gordon Street, holding my heels bare feet in a taxi, mouthing off in the back, hands on his crotch then. Everything went black. I wake up in Andy's sack, nothing on, eyelashes stuck together, I can't remember whether, oh no, he's here, stroking my back, I'm either going to white here or have a heart attack, why do I always do this, end up in bed with people I despise, maybe if I just close my eyes and pretend that this never happened, he's sitting at the end of the bed, back in a suit, staring at me intently like an inside out umbrella, last night was so fun but we better boost all if we're going to make the train, he hands me a mug of tea. Richard Branson's face gazing up at me. Richard Branson mug. This must be a joke. I need to get out of here. I need a smoke. Oh, for God's sake. How am I going to get through this one? He makes my skin crawl. Andy's the type of guy who says YOLO and LOL. Oh, no. He's going to start talking again. I don't think I'll live through this pain. You know that Richard never actually had a degree. What can I say? Aye, Andy. Some guys have all the luck. Now get out my face and get to... Well, that was great. I really like that. I particularly like yeah. the uh, the disgrace of a Richard Branson mug. Oh, that was fantastic. Yeah, there was lots. Of, all the bits about Richard Branson are very funny, aren't they? And the rest yeah. of it's kind of you know, I'm slightly uncomfortable listening mm. subject matter in places, isn't it? Uh, well, um, Andy's a twat, isn't he? Yes, yes, I know. But then there's the bit in the middle where what what, what happens and uh, well, when it goes black. Yeah, I'm just going to go and get something. You keep on talking. Oh, all right. Yeah. yeah. Well. I don't know anything about the band Savage Cut, but uh, I did enjoy that song. And uh, I should say uh, that although Andy is a twat, um, Jeff really isn't. And uh, I'm I'm feeling more and more guilty (laughs) about having got very upset about that earlier on. So I do apologise. And uh, please do keep listening if you are still there. Right. Ah, You've come back with a guitar. I have, because it's time for Kicker's Cooking Corner. Kicker's Cooking Corner. Spelt with three K's, Kicker's Cooking Corner. Okay. Shit. Shit. Was, was I supposed to do another one? Right, so you could have told me that before I uh, went and got the guitar from over there. I've been all the way over there. You... <sighs> anyway. Kicker's Cooking Corner. Kicker's Bloody Cooking Corner. Spelt with three Ks. What the fuck gives a shit? Trustthewizards.com. Middle-aged men with a podcast. 
how original. Well, it's a it's a first for the Trust the Wizard podcast here, I think, uh, because I'm about to play you some uh, Hindustani experimental electronica from 1980. Not again. <laughs> Not more experimental Hindustan uh, electronic electronic from 1980. Uh, we have one well, of those in almost every episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm showing you the uh, the record sleeve there, which is actually it's all black, but there's a picture yes, of a woman I see in the, the, the picture. Yeah. In the, in the middle there, who I, I take to be uh, Lata Ramasa. Um, right. And Lata Ramasa, uh, I think, probably only made one record. Um, and this is it. Uh, and I first heard it on the 4630 podcast that is done by James Yorkston and Stephen Marshall up mm. in the East Nook of Fife. Yep. And, uh, and they played this, it must be, two or three years ago now. I think they've been going quite well. Um, and uh, I thought it was amazing, and, and, but incredibly difficult to find. But I, I found it in a record shop in Norway, um, and it was very expensive, I can tell you that. But not quite as expensive as it's going for on Discogs. I just put up, pulled up the Discogs page here, and it was last sold for £324.62. Right. Well, so so you, 300 yeah. 300, right? Yeah. And I didn't pay that for it. Yeah. Um, I'm not willing to say what I did pay in case Mrs. O'Ells is listening. Okay. Um, but uh, in any in any case, uh, see if you think this is worth £324.62 of your money. It's Lata Ramasar with The Greatest Name That Lives.
that was Lata Ramasa with a, a song that I've just noticed. Uh, the, the music for that was written by the Kisun Ramasa family. Uh, and the whole thing was produced by Kisun Ramasa, who presumably is a relative of Lata Ramasa. Um, and uh, yeah, there you go, Hindustani Electronica. Yeah. Good, good uh, that, isn't it? It's brilliant. It's brilliant. You know, you were saying before about you recently doing some exercise on your, on your bike. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, while I was listening to that, because it's quite long and it's also quite repetitive, and it's mm. also quite something you can kind of get lost in. Mm. Uh, so that would be good for exercising. One of yes. my favourite running tunes is uh, Neon Lights by Kraftwerk because it's it's just kind of there's a lot going on, but it doesn't it just kind of well, there is a lot going on, but it's basically quite repetitive. Yeah. Uh, which and it and it goes on quite a long time, so you can get lost in it listening to that and forget that you're actually running. Yeah. How do you spell yeah. that lady's name? Uh, uh, L A T A. Yeah. And then R A M A S A R. Yeah, that's what I thought. Well, do, well, do you know that she shares a quality with Banana Rama that every alternate letter in her name is an A? Wow, which wow. is also true of uh, Galatasaray, the Turkish football team, and of course the uh, the Greek um, salad dish Taramasalata. <laughs> now, I just I just think Banana Rama would have been a very different band with Latarabasa and Banana Rama in the same outfit, don't you think? Yeah, well, the Fun Boy Free era of Banana Rama would have been great with uh, the Fun Boy Free later because it's around about the same time period, right? That's yeah. all, all early eighties. Imagine yeah. how great they'd have been. I mean, I, I like the Fun Boy Free and Banana Rama a great deal, but imagine how great <laughs> they'd be if they had Lata Rama Sar as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and they could do sort of all those sort of Taramasalata based uh, videos. <laughs> maybe, maybe, yeah. Anyway, yeah. it's time for the lucky dip, isn't it? You've got you've talking got, of dips. Yes. Oh, yeah. Good link. That's an amazing segue. Yeah, very good. Right, so I've got my box of CDs over there oh, yeah. that you chose. I chose number nine. Number nine, yeah. Mm. So uh, obviously uh, for the listener, you want to know that the, the, the numbers aren't in alphabetical all my, order. All my CDs are, are in alphabetical order and they're boxed in alphabetical order, but then the boxes are numbered box. randomly so that he can't uh, you know, engineer that if he particularly wants... The S's, for example. But uh, <laughs> right then, so as usual, there are three rows in the big yeah. box uh, with about yeah. eighty CDs in each. So uh, okay. go on, tell well, what you want. I would like the very last CD in the box, please. The very last CD in the whole box. Yeah. Okay. Right. He's gone off to go and get that. Yeah. I bet it's a, a little wedged-in one. Uh. Probably made of paper. The cover. Right. Okay. It's got um, 18 songs on it. Which song would you like? I'll have number nine. Number nine. Okay. So the the CD is uh, a a very uh, cheap-looking James Brown compilation called Godfather of Soul. Uh, And number nine is uh, Stormy Monday.
say that was better than i thought it was going to be because this um this cd i've got um is not my most played james brown cd let's put it that no. way um okay. uh, because um it's uh, it's got him doing covers of lots of sort of old american classics like nature boy and mona lisa uh, the you know the sort of nat king cole songs and yeah. and georgia on my mind and those kind of things well that uh, was a cover that was, that, that yes, was yeah that was t-bone walker yeah, but it's it's nice and fast. Yeah, yeah, it's nice and fast. Yeah, no one really wants to, with the exception of possibly, please, please, please. Nobody really wants to hear James Brown doing ballads, do they? No. I mean, if you're well, listen, good. if you're listening to, listening to that and you and you think, yeah, I, my all my favourite James Brown songs are the ballads, then please write in and tell us. <laughs> but but I don't think we're going to get any correspondence on that. Unlike, Have we had any? Uh, well, unlike the correspondence that I'm about to. Go on to now. Now, uh, you may remember on two podcasts ago, we played a song uh, called Maria Isabel, uh, a, oh, yes. a sort of Col- Colombian uh, cumbia song yep. uh, from uh, a CD over there called The Rough Guide to Cumbia, I think it was called. Yeah. And we were discussing how the in the chorus they kept saying, Whoopahay, mm. remember? And we mm. were saying, We don't know what it means. And mm. I wonder if anybody listening does know what it means. Well, mm. we have had. A message from uh, all the way from Highbury in in London uh, <laughs> from Simon, who says that uh, he, blah blah blah, enjoying the podcast while walking from home, working from home, uh, and um, yeah, that the, he spoke to a Colombian friend of his called Tatiana, mm-hmm. and uh, if we give a shout out to. Tatiana and her husband, uh, who is originally from Chile, called Ignacio, and then mm-hmm. we can play uh, their explanation of okay. uh, of what Wupahe is all about. <laughs> okay, so let's do yeah. that. Yeah, do that. No, dice fue paje, sino huepaje. Y huepaje es como una expresión, no tiene traducción, es como una expresión muy local de fiesta, de huepa, huepa, como, 
como... Yeah. Ignacio no sabe. Es como, como de baile, como para animar la fiesta, como... Es como, sí, como una expresión muy, muy local que la gente cuando está bailando dice, huepa, huepa. Y huepa es como para animar, como, como de baile, sí, como de fiesta, pero no tiene como un significado especial. So there you have it. It's kind of an exclamation. Whippa mm. is a, an exclamation of what you say when you're dancing at a party or, you know, a fiesta or something like that. Uh, mm. And the hey is added just for emphasis. doesn't really mean that much. It's just an expression. Yeah, yeah. It pretty much, pretty much sums up this podcast. Right? Don't don't mean very much. Yeah, we should just call it's... ourselves the Whooper Hey Boys. Whooper Hey, yeah, Whooper right. Hey, cool. lads. Well, thank Whoopa you very much hey. for that information. See, once again, we have people providing the facts. Yes, indeed. Which is great. Yeah. Okay. Shall I play another record? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Okay, I've got a, a seven-inch single in my hand here that Excellent. was uh, that was released just about fourteen years ago. Well, 14 years ago, three months, something like that. 2006, certainly. Um, I think the album came out this month, but this is the single that uh, preceded it. Hang on, uh, sorry, the single came out 14 years ahead of the album? No, the, no. Sorry, sorry. The, the single came out probably, in, I think, in February, and the album came out in May. Both of those things right. were 14 years ago. Okay, fine, sorry. <laughs> I thought you were sorry, misunderstood you there. Keep, That's fine. Just carry That's on. That's fine. Yeah. It is. It is difficult to understand the time, isn't it? Anyway, yeah. so this is uh, this is Robert Pollard. You may have heard hey. of him. There he is. Look, there's Robert Pollard drinking a cup of tea. Excellent. Yeah, uh, that's on the back of the, the single. The single is uh, "Love Is Stronger Than Witchcraft," uh, and uh, well, it's great. Have a listen. <laughs>
Love is Stronger Than Witchcraft by Robert Pollard from the album From a Compound Eye. And uh, while that was playing, um, I went on to the Guided by Voices database just to check the dates because I was uh, pretty sure that the album came out in May or June of uh, 2006. But actually, it came out in February. So everything came out at the same time. So yeah. all that I said in the beginning was bollocks. Uh, not for the first time and probably not for the last time. Well, uh, we, sh- we should also point out to the listener that uh, you showing me the picture of uh, Robert Pollard drinking the tea on the yeah. cover there reminded me that neither of us were drinking beer yet. So uh, we both went and got a beer as well. We did. Uh, we did. You've got a, I think you should take a picture of that lovely pint glass you're drinking from there. Mm. Uh, GBV pint pot. Well, I've got, I don't know if you can see the pint pot I've got. Um, it says wizard on it. It says wizard on it. It's it's from that. Uh, it's, it's it's not nothing to do with us. It's a, <laughs> it's a, a beer, Robinson's beer from Robinson's uh, Brewery in Stockport, uh, which I nicked. I nicked this uh, pint glass from a pub in uh, what's that place um, where the where the dogs buried in North Wales, where the dogs buried. It's <laughs> 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 a famous dog that's a famous Ooh. dog grave. In North so you've Wales, been stealing beer, beer glasses from dog cemeteries? Yeah, more or less, yeah. Um, uh, there's a, uh, it's, it's a famous place where, where there's a famous mm. grave of a dog who, who was killed by its owner when the, when the owner um, came into the room and found its... The, the, this king or lord or somebody came into mm. the room and he found his kid was dead and the, 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 his dog was there. So he killed his dog because he thought the dog had killed the baby, but in actual fact, the dog... Had killed a wolf that had killed the the baby. Wow! So, uh, and they named the town after this dog. This would be a right. much better story if I could name it <laughs> where it was or what the dog was called. But uh, so that's, anyway, that's Ido in Wales is it? Yeah, it? right, right in listener. If you know what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> also, I'd just like to point out that um, you know you're setting Robert Pollard there, telling us that love is stronger than death. No, lo- love is stronger than witchcraft. No, sorry, yeah, love is stronger than witchcraft. The the Mm. famously told us that love is stronger than death. Shade mm-hmm. uh, uh, proclaimed that uh, love was stronger than pride. I'm wondering mm. if there's if there's anything out there that is stronger than love. I mean, well, we, we, we've seen all those three things that love is stronger than, but what mm. is it not stronger than? Again, Maybe there's a song lyric out there that tells it's us. It's an opportunity for people to write in. Please write in, listeners. <laughs> Tell us whatever you've, you've discovered in that. What vein. is stronger than love? Yeah. But we're going to play yes. the last song in a minute. But before we do, we'll have our traditional uh, catch-up of what we've been, uh, what's oh, been yes. keeping us going through this lockdown times. Well, Bandcamp. Let's start with Bandcamp because uh, oh, yeah. hopefully the the well, actually, we we know that the podcast came out after the first of May, uh, the last one. So. Yeah. Uh, we weren't at all helpful for that but a lot of people went on to Bandcamp on the 1st of May uh, because it was waiving its fees so the artists got all the money Yeah. Uh, and, I, and I saw a figure today that suggested that um, 7.1 million dollars wow. was spent on Bandcamp on that day that's excellent isn't that yeah, great that's really good um, yeah. and that, that's mostly the, the Guided by Voices back catalogue I, I was going to say, no, well, say quite a bit of that was me <laughs> um, <laughs> well, probably it was me as well. I'd say, yeah. but um, apparently they're, they're doing it again. They're doing it again on the fifth of June. So even even by our slow standards, you'd have thought this podcast might be out by then. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I shall tell you a bit about some of the stuff I I bought. Yeah. I won't yeah, be able to tell you much about about it. I haven't listened to a lot of it, but uh, no. I can tell you what I, I bought. Uh, 
a few things from uh, Blackjack Illuminist label, uh, mm. uh, which one of which was uh, by Vlimmer uh, and Fur Follett. I bought uh, a new EP by Spicy Tuners. Uh, I bought um, uh, Milk Film, some an EP by the band Milk Film. Uh, it's so it's so popular this stuff, so, isn't it? Yeah, some songs by uh, Jay Som, whose album came out last year and I really enjoyed. The new mm-hmm. Andrew Jackson Jihad album. I bought right. uh, a couple of songs. Finally, a band I've heard of. Yeah, uh, Terry Edwards, you've heard of. Um, yep. uh, Terry Edwards and, and Neil Fraser, who brought out an EP about five years ago, and I interviewed Terry, Terry Edwards for our website at that time, and mm. he said they'd recorded an album, but it's never seen the light of the day. Light of day. Yeah, that's Terry Edwards and Neil Fraser, who is the guitarist in Tinsticks. But a couple of songs have seen the light of day. Uh, mm. I bought some more Burning Hell stuff. There was a couple of song, individual songs that I didn't have. I bought some an album by Savage Mansion. I bought the new CD single by Thousand Yard Stare, whose album is coming out soon, and a few other bits and pieces that I can't remember at the moment. Yeah, very yeah. good. Well, I, I can I can just about match that actually because I, I had quite a big day on on Bandcamp. So uh, I picked up the the new album from the Tremolo Ghosts called Moss Coffin. Uh, the latest from Baby Bird, which is Baby Bird's Happy Songs, which may or may not be an accurate description of what mm-hmm. is on the CD. Uh, Epic Forty Five, uh, Bernard Grandcher, mm-hmm. uh, his album En Vogue et Celle. Okay. Um, and uh, the new Sneaky Feelings album, The Mercury Moments, um, Ted Hattimer's Mass Amnesia, um, Arms and Sleepers' Safe, Earth, Safe Area Earth, and um, Chuck Prophet. Uh, Chuck Prophet's got the a seed, uh, download version of his live album with uh, an orchestra. Oh, with strings one. Strings in yeah. the Temple, yeah. I haven't yeah. listened to it yet, but it's supposed to be very good. Uh, and finally, a single by The Allergies called Felony. Great. And all of them recommended, even though I haven't heard them. Yeah, great. I think the With <laughs> Strings thing, wasn't the with, the Chuck Prophet With Strings, wasn't that on YouTube at one point? I think it was. I, I think it's remember watching yeah. that at one point. But yeah, I'd like to hear that. I didn't know there was a live album of it. And he's got new stuff coming album. out as well, hasn't he? He has, yeah. It's just a, uh, that's been delayed, though. I think it's not out till August, I understand. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, what about uh, books? Any books you've been reading? Still reading, still making my way through the same ones that I've discussed before. I think I don't think I've got anything new on the go. Um, well, well, can I share you? the books that I'm reading? You please do. Yeah, because I think they'll be right up your street. Did you finish Safraz Manzor's book? I did finish that. Yeah, it yeah. was all right. It's not really about Springsteen, is it? And, and uh, no. to be, it's got an interesting read about being uh, an Asian youth. Yeah, uh, growing up in Luton, and I, that that was yeah. An, an interesting no, it's not. Pair. It's not about Springsteen. No, it's it, it's, it, it, it's trying to force the Springsteen stuff into it, and I didn't like that. I didn't like the end of each chapter having having a Springsteen song in it. Right. Uh, I'd, I, the story was strong enough anyway, I think. Yeah. But uh, but it was yeah, I enjoyed it. It was a good read. Um, but I'm reading a book now. Um, that uh, that I think you will you'll be very very quick to get off me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a classic actually. Yeah. Um, it's by J.H. Fingleton. Mm-hmm. I know, yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's the immortal Victor Trumper. So it's about uh, the greatest Australian batsman who isn't Don Bradman uh, at the turn of the twentieth century. Right. 
Is it is is, is that a real person, Victor Trump, or is he made up? He's a bit, yeah, he's, he, yes, and he, he, he some people will say he was better than Bradman, but um, I'm yet to be convinced. But he was a very nice fella. Um, I know who so Bradman re- was. Huh? Bodyline series and all that. That's the thing. Yeah. yeah. See, I, yeah. I'm, I'm not. I do know a little bit about cricket. So I'm reading that and boring. And, anyway, and the, the other on? book, yeah. the second book that I have here is, is it another is, cricket book? No. no. It's not. It's not a boring. Book, no. no, it's not boring. It's good. Uh, well, I don't know. I haven't read it yet. So, it's this. Can you see that? It's that. Is that Abraham Lincoln? It is Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. So it's it's the book Every Drop of Blood, which is about the second inauguration of Abraham Lincoln. And the reason that I have this is that uh, Robert Pollard, mm-hmm. who presumably is is on his writing his tenth or twentieth album while in lockdown, yeah, um, made came out and said everybody should read this. So I am reading it. Um, just so hold it, hold it up again, sorry, so I can see the cover. So it's it's a very long book, and it's specifically about an an inauguration, which is something that happens in a day, right? Yeah, well, it's I mean, I think it's about his second coming, really. It's right. not always not like Jesus, but second second um, president inauguration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but but um, anyway, I was going to read that, um, but Kicker Junior. Uh, wanted to get hold of it. Yeah. Uh, so he started reading. He's, he's interested in that sort of stuff. So I, he started reading it, and uh, I asked him for a review. Yep. And he said, and I'll quote, "For fuck's sake, I've barely started." So there you go. So there, okay. there's uh, his review of that particular book. Right. Okay. Uh, yeah. Have you ever seen the uh, the film Lincoln with uh, Daniel Day Lewis? No. Okay. Should I? I don't know. I it was on film four. Uh, last week, and I've I've kind of digitally recorded it. I was going to say taped it, but I haven't. Obviously, I haven't taped it. But uh, <laughs> I've uh, pressed the button that makes it record on the telly. I tell you what, I have it's done. supposed I to have, be good. I've, it's supposed to be uh, good. I've, I've not seen I it have, yet. But I've listened to the album Lincoln by They Might Be Giants. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Which has nothing to do with uh, with. Uh, it doesn't Abraham. have any mention of Abraham Lincoln in there, does it? No. Anyway, no. Uh, shall I tell you about some more films I, I've I've been enjoying? Or films and yeah. TV. Yeah. So uh, I think I mentioned last time about uh, the the all four option, and then having recently discovered that there's a load of films on there that I didn't realise were there before. Um, and there's also just loads and loads of old Channel Four stuff. So I finally got round to watching Sunday, which is the dramatisation of the Bloody Sunday uh, events, uh, as told by Jimmy McGovern, who, who's done this script of the Hillsborough drama for a few years ago and many other things that was interesting uh, um, obviously not particularly uplifting it's a very sad story obviously mm. um, I watched uh, enjoyed it I've, I've watched a lot of films but though I'm just going to mention the ones I particularly enjoyed uh, on iPlayer uh, I, I enjoyed uh, a film called Happy New Year Colin Burstead which is a fairly recent film and um, uh, I watched the Harry Hill movie. Uh, I'm a big fan of Harry Hill, uh, but mainly his stand-up stuff. I watched the Harry Hill movie, which was on TV at some point, uh, with my kids. And it had Julian Barrett from The Mighty Boosh in it, dressed mm-hmm. as a shell person. Uh, he was covered in shells. He was the king of the shell people. Not an oil worker. Lived in the, under the sea. And um, uh, that prompted <coughs> me to try... Not an oil worker. No, I, no worker. I got it, yeah, yeah. Shell, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I heard what you said. I just didn't laugh. No, just ignored yeah. it. Yeah. No, I, I, I didn't ignore it. Just, I, I just gave it the appropriate amount of laughter, which was none. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, he, he. So I thought I'd give, I'd give a, uh, a mighty boosh a watch with, uh, kick, with uh, 
the Garbanzo Jr., who is 10, and he enjoyed that a great deal. So we're watching uh, some old DVDs of that. Uh, but the mm. main thing, I mean, you'll hate this, uh, mm. Kiki. You won't like this at all, but um, but I thought it was incredible, and I strongly recommend you watch it. But there's, there's only a few days of this left on all four. It's a film called The Greasy Strangler. It is, I'm not saying it's a good film, because it isn't. I'm not saying it... It's it's a scary film. It's a kind of horror film. I'm not saying it's a scary film because it's not really very scary. It's just weird and mental and one of the most bizarre films I've seen and very, very stupid. Uh, so just watch it. Um, mm. Don't Google it first to find out what it's about or anything like that. Just just watch it. Mm. Go in mm. cold like I did and prepare mm. to be astounded by The Greasy Excellent. Strangler. Excellent. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I will, of course, do that. Yeah. I, um, don't think, I don't think you'd like it. I don't think it's your bag. No. Yeah. Okay, well. You know. To the listener. Uh, yeah, people with taste might get something out of it. Um, well, no, absolutely not. People, <laughs> people with taste will not get anything about it. It's people who appreciate bad taste yeah. and really stupid films. They're, okay. they're the people who are going to enjoy it. So if that's okay. you, get it watched. Right, excellent. Well, thank you for that. Um, I've been uh, I've been watching that same series that we talked about last time with the, this uh, on Netflix. This um, heist. money heist. Yeah. Uh, the Spanish thing, uh, La Casa de Papel, I think is uh, the uh, the correct title of it. Right. Um, and we're we're now down to the last one and a half episodes. Um, so it's all very exciting. So, you know, we've, uh-huh. we've gone through four series, and you, I think you got through three episodes yeah. or something, and thought yeah. too many. But it's been great. Really, really enjoyed it. And throughout the um, the series, there's, there's been a, a song that's appeared quite a lot. Mm-hmm. And and really, it's not going to spoil anything to say that the uh, the bank robbers sort of view themselves as as resistance fighters, really, and yep. they're they're basically against the system. And the the song that they they use to to sort of reiterate this position is um, it's an Italian protest folk song uh, called Bella Ciao, mm-hmm. um, Goodbye Beautiful, and apparently apparently this song uh, originated. Um, in the hardships of the, or was related to the hardships of the the Mondina women, the Paddyfield workers in the late nineteenth century in the north of Italy, um, and it's a song that's really very memorable and it's sung in in Italian in the in the, the program. And it, as I said it comes up quite a lot, and I know this song or I knew this song before the program from. Um, an album by Mark, is it Mark Ribo or Rebo, Ribot? Ribo, Ribo. Ribo, yeah. 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 Um, who, I think it was uh, two or three, yeah, two or three years ago, had an album out called Songs of Resistance. Yeah. And it was it was a bunch of resistance songs, 1942 to 2018. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's all good. And there, there's loads of different vocalists on it. But the standout song was this one. And it was sung by Tom Waits. And I think it's the it's the only song that Tom Waits has released in the last nine years. I mean, I can't think of anything else that is is released that's new. I mean, he had those yeah. compilations out, didn't he? In, yes, yeah, a few years ago. But was it was it? You mean Bad the as Bastards me was, and Brawlers? This uh, yeah. yeah, I think Bad as Me was the last album, which I think was two thousand. Yeah, yeah, not must be nine years ago. Anyway, yeah. so this this song uh, on the Mark Rebo album features Tom Waits. Uh, and I think it's it's very different actually to the, the version on the on the program. It's much slower. Uh, it's in English mostly, and uh, but it's it's great. And I think it's a nice one for us to finish with because it, it is us saying goodbye for the evening.
So this is uh, Mark Ribot with uh, Tom Waits, Bella Ciao, Goodbye Beautiful, and Goodbye from me, Kicker of Elves, and Goodbye from you, Ciao Bella. One fine morning, I woke up early. Bella Ciao, Bella Ciao, Bella Ciao. One fine morning, I woke up early to find the fascists at my door. Oh, Partigiano, please take me with you. Bella Ciao, Bella Ciao, goodbye, beautiful. Oh, Partigiano, please take me with you. I'm not afraid Oh, mm-hmm.